the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? Another Al Gatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer. We've got a great show for you tonight. A couple of craft beer guests that are going to be joining me this hour. News and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? Very easy. I'll give you the dirty laundry uh, at, on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com, a slash AG Craft Beer cast via email. Albert G at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well. And we are also on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You'll find my podcast uh, on Monday mornings along with a plethora of other podcasts. Dirty Laundry from Don Henley. His birthday was earlier uh, this past week, 72 years young is Don Henley and still cranking it out. I, I remember... Uh, I met Don Henley once, uh, God, almost 30 years ago when I was working for uh, WNEW-FM, and uh, we were doing our um, uh, Scott Muni uh, Rocktober uh, in October, and we were over at the Hard Rock Cafe, the old Hard Rock Cafe that was on 57th Street, and uh, was it 6th Avenue, 7th, 5th Avenue, 7th Avenue, 7th Avenue, I think, between 7th and 7th and 8th or something like that. Anyway. Uh, on that particular day that I was helping the station out, not only did I get to meet Don Henley um, and uh, have a chat with him in an alcove of the Hard Rock Cafe for a few minutes while his car was pulling up, um, but I imbibed in some uh, some marijuana with him. Well, by the way, he had great weed. Uh, and then uh, got to meet uh, Van Halen with Sammy Hagar, uh, drank beers with the boys, uh, Budweiser's, by the way. Uh, craft beer wasn't that big back in the very early 90s. And then um, got to carry Eddie's guitar uh, to his limo, which was uh, pretty exciting. So it was, uh, it was a fun day uh, in the life of, uh, of an intern for uh, one of the best rock radio stations in the world uh, at the time. So it was pretty cool. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, uh, Christina Shostak, the social media and events coordinator from Left Hand Brewing Company, is going to join me. Uh, talk about new beers that Left Hand uh, will be releasing and other stuff. That's coming up in 10 minutes. In 20 minutes, Mark Sensis, uh, a Sensist, I don't know, I have to get the correct pronunciation of his name. The C, he's the CEO of Cool Vines in Jersey City. He's going to ju- uh, jump on to talk about an event uh, that's happening called the Powerhouse Arts and Wine Festival. It's going to be taking place in downtown Jersey City, Saturday, August 10th, from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. A very cool event. Um, and so we'll talk to Mark about that and other things. And what Cool Vines does are two liquor stores uh, that are based in Jersey City. Uh, but they're not ju- they don't just sell you know liquor and booze. There are other things around it as well. We'll talk to Mark about that, uh, along with many other things. So let's get into some beer news. There's lots of it. Uh, that are going on right now. So Samuel Adams, uh, 
We got two stories on Sam Adams, one good, one maybe not so good. So uh, Samuel Adams is a returning uh, with Utopius this year. It's going to be an ale. It's Utopius 2019. It's going to be an ale brewed with maple syrup that's aged in bourbon, aquavit, ruby port, carcavalos, cognac, and Madeira barrels. Uh, the version of this uh, particular um, Utopius is going to hit 28% ABV. Now, I have a bottle of Utopius from a couple of years ago uh, that has been sitting, and I have yet to crack the seal on it. And I have to plan a night with a bunch of guys where we can sit and have a couple of pours and just sit back and relax, maybe a fire night, something like that. Because this is, you know, Utopius is one of those beers. They only come out every couple of years, and they are incredibly boozy, incredibly strong. And for me, it's something I could pour over French toast, over pancakes. It's got that syrupy flavor. It's very strong, but it's delicious. It's so good. If you ever get a bottle, and again, it's expensive. It's $200 for the bottle. So even if you want to split it with a bunch of guys, um, it's uh, it's definitely worth it. I still have some left of a sample bottle that Sam Adams sent me a couple of years ago. I still have a little bit left in there. And it's something, you know, you cellar temp or keep in room temperature. You don't have to worry about it, you know, chilling it or anything like that. It's meant to be drunk, uh, drunk on, at room temperature. As we continue on, a new coffee collaboration can coming from 21st Amendment Brewery. Uh, it's uh, called 1966. It'll be a collaboration with Pete's Coffee. It's a coffee IPA that is brewed with Pete's Ethiopian uh, washed and natural coffee beans. It's going to hit uh, just under 7% ABV with a 55 IBU, so not super uh, bitter, and it'll be in a 12-ounce can. we got new bottles from Flying Dog out of Maryland. A Hidden Pickle. I don't know if I'd necessarily try this, but if you're into pickles, maybe this is for you. Uh, Dill Pickle Goza. It is brewed and finished with cucumber and spices, uh, 4.3% ABV. And then uh, a salty bitch, which will be an American tart ale, brewed with coriander and finished with mandarin orange peel at about 5.5% ABV, and they'll be in 12-ounce bottles. You don't see a lot of places making bottles anymore. It's shifting to cans, but uh, it's nice to see some breweries are still doing bottles. Uh, And speaking of which, some breweries doing bottles. This is another company that does uh, still does uh, stuff in bottles as well as cans. Founders has finally hit all 50 states. So Hawaii is is the last state that Founders was not in. They've partnered with Odom Hawaii. Uh, beer is shipping already. Uh, they're having a, they had a soft market launch this week. They're only sending cans and draft to start. Uh, brands include All Day IPA, Solid Gold, Rubeus, and Breakfast Out. So you can't go wrong with a lot of that. Rubeus, I'm, I'm kind of iffy on. But again, if you're into really sweet and raspberry type things, Rubeus is for you. Solid gold, fantastic lager. All day IPA is solid. And the breakfast stout is just unbelievable. So that's great. Kudos uh, to founders for finally getting into Hawaii. And now they are available in all 50 states. Very cool there. As we continue on here, news and notes on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Our good friends from Coronado Brewing have decided to uh, sort of refresh their look uh, for their Coastal Classics core beer lineup. So their core beer lineup includes Orange Avenue Wit, Mermaid's Red, and Islander IPA. They have new packaging uh, that will be, um, you know, a little bit lighter in the in the uh, marketing, kind of like what they're doing now with their other cans of beer, white backgrounds, things of that nature. Um, they're going to stagger the entry of these three beers, the Orange Avenue Wit, Islander IPA. That'll be in 12-ounce bottles entering the market uh, probably at the end of this month. 
Uh, then they're going to have Mermaid Red 12-ounce glass will follow in the fall, refreshed Orange Avenue Wit, uh, an Islander IPA 12-ounce cans, along with a 22-ounce glass of all three brands, will enter the market um, as uh, package inventory depletes over the summer. So as places run out of it, they'll replace it with the new stuff. And for more information about any of those things, just check out Coronado Brewing. Uh, com. I know their anniversary party is coming up in a couple of weeks. You can get tickets for that, and I'm looking forward to uh, whatever the new um, anniversary beer that's going to be released. Got to reach out to the folks at Coronado, see if I can snag myself a bottle of that. Uh, from Revolution Brewing, uh, they're coming out with a hazy IPA. Hazy Hero uh, that hits uh, just about 7.3% ABV. It's going to be a 12-ounce can. have to pick up some more stuff from Revolution. I, I, I have not... I've. I haven't picked up too much from Revolution lately, and I should since it's available in New Jersey. Definitely want to check them out. Uh, Also, coming into uh, New Jersey as well as New York, Revision Brewing out of Nevada recently partnered with Serene Craft Beer Distributors for coverage in the remaining areas of New York State, and then they have new distribution in New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Pennsylvania. Ski has distributed Revision Brewing uh, in New York for a, a little bit now, but now Serene will touch those areas in New York State that they haven't been able to reach. Um, and then, of course, um, uh, they're, they're going to be partnering uh, with new distribution uh, throughout New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Pennsylvania. I don't think I've had anything from Revision Brewing, so I definitely have to check that out. Also, uh, Duclaw Brewing um, is coming out with, get this, an interesting concept, a beer called Regular Beer. It's an American craft lager. It'll be out later this summer. Um, it is uh, basically a simple lager. Because a lot of people go to places and they don't like IPAs. They don't like certain things. They just want a regular beer. And so this is their version of the regular beer. It's going to be available in Maryland by late July. It'll be th- uh, available throughout the closed distribution area of 18 states and Washington, D.C. later this summer. Looking forward to trying that. I know my friend Madeline from Duclos already said they'll send me some uh, when it comes out. But also, for you listeners, we're going to talk to uh, the New York rep for Duclos, Steve McCann. He'll be on next week's beer cast. Uh, we'll talk about this beer, and we'll be sampling a few of Duclos' new offerings in studio. So that's very cool. Looking forward uh, to talking with Steve there. And then finally, uh, something that happened uh, at Angry Orchard's um, uh, cidery uh, in Walden, and this is a shame. Apparently, uh, a manager was fired, and they're replacing other members of security at their Walden cidery Following accusations of racial uh, bias, apparently the company issued an apology uh, for a situation that was by them badly mishandled, detailed by Facebook user uh, Marie Cleon in a public post uh, last week. She said uh, her and a party of seven others were approached multiple times by security accused of stealing a shirt and made to empty their bags and pockets several times. She said they were the only black people at the cidery and that security interrupted her now fiancé mid-proposal. She was apparently very humiliated. This is just a shame. Uh, A statement from the cidery said Angry Orchard reached out to the guests to apologize and offer to make it right. The statement read, We badly mishandled the situation and our team overreacted. We're extremely embarrassed this happened and have taken the immediate steps to remove the manager who was on duty from her role and replace members of the security team. Angry Orchard also announced staff training addressing security awareness and unconscious biases to prevent similar situations moving forward. Angry Orchard, of course, opened in 2012, is owned by the Boston Beer Company, which also Owns Samuel Adams as well. The Walden Cider House opened in 2015. That's terrible news. You never want to see that happen. You never want people to, uh, to feel uh, uncomfortable. So hopefully uh, they will rectify this situation with this person and uh, will correct 
the problem there. When we come back after a short break, Christina Shostak, the social media and events coordinator from Left Hand Brewing, will join me. Excuse me there. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Answer New York skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Answer New York. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. AM 970, the Answer. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on Earth. More than a vacation, this bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today, and I'll see you in Israel. For more information and to register for this trip, go to am970theanswer.com. That's am 970 theanswercom AM 970 The Answer is giving you the chance to win $1,000 every day for our summer cash contest. Enter for your chance to win by listening to AM 970 for keywords announced at approximately 7.30 a.m., 10 a.m., 12.30 p.m., 4.30 p.m., and 7 p.m. Then go to am970theanswer.com and type in the keyword. This is an Aptivada summer contest with participation from several broadcast company television and radio stations. For each opportunity to win, one winner will be randomly selected from all entries received nationwide. For a complete list of contest rules, go to am970theanswer.com. Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then AM970 The Answer's discount tuition program may be right for you. The discount tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Trivium Academy of New Jersey, Upper Room Christian School, Christ Our Foundation Learning Center. You can see the full list of participating schools at am970theanswer.com. AM970 The Answer is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com. Watch the Joe Piscopo live stream Tuesday mornings 6 to 10. Available on Facebook, YouTube, and am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, of course, Google Play and iTunes. 
Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast or just say to your Amazon-ready device, Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And bingo, you can hear the Craft Beer Cast right from there. You can also hear us over at thehoppedupnetwork.com. My, my first guest on the program, she is the social media and events coordinator for Left Hand Brewing out of Longmont, Colorado. Uh, this brewery makes some excellent stouts and other great beers, too. Uh, and for more info on where you can find their beers around the country, you just go to lefthandbrewing.com. And I have to give a special thanks uh, to my friend Jamie, who was out there with her husband uh, about a week or so ago and ended up getting me Christina's name and information. So I appreciate that because that helps in making the connection. Let me welcome onto the Craft Beer Cast, uh, Christina Shostak. Christina, how are you? Good morning. Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. So wh- I have to ask, what does a social media and events coordinator do at a brewery? Uh, it's pretty rad. I get to uh, take pictures and plan parties. That's pretty much my job. I get to uh, do a lot with our imagery for all these exciting beers that we have coming out, get to share our story with the public, and then get to host a lot of cool events surrounding our beer and community activities in our home in Longmont. And you get paid for it, which is even better, right? Yeah, you get paid for it in, in an actual paycheck and in beer. It's not bad. <laughs> not bad. And has beer, or should I say a career in beer, always been something that you've wanted to do? Or did you just kind of fall into this? I sort of fell into this. Um, I moved to Colorado a couple years ago. I'm one of those transplants from California. And I knew I wanted to get into the beer industry somehow. And left hand had always been synonymous with Colorado to me. It had always been synonymous with incredible quality beer. I um, decided to start looking for a job right after I got married, and the first thing that popped up was left hand, and I knew it was serendipitous. And I um, joined in here, and I haven't been—I've never been more excited to be part of a team. That is very cool. We're talking with Christina Shostak. She's the social media and events coordinator for Left Hand Brewing out of Longmont, Colorado. Uh, we're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, and for more info and where you can find their beers around the country, just go to lefthandbrewing.com. I want to talk about some of the beers from you guys, which I've—I've I've had a number of them. Uh, that have been sent to me over the last several years. But this one I have not had. What is a Flamingo Dreams, and why is it on Nitro? Uh, that's a great question. It's our new year-round Nitro beer. It's a berry blonde ale, um, chuck full of raspberries and black currant, just a little bit of lactic acid, makes it nice and tart, super refreshing. Um, and we put it on Nitro for that really silky, smooth experience that we've been um, really come to be known for. Hmm. Interesting. That sounds very good. So there's there's another beer, and I'm trying to find the name of it because somebody had posted it yesterday. We have a a, a friend of mine who actually uh, owns a brewery in New Jersey, and he's very much into uh, white Russians, and so he's always you know dressing like the dude or trying to act like the dude. And you guys have a beer that's similar to that. Is that not correct? Yeah, so we just kind of teased it out yesterday, so I'm glad you heard about it already. Yes. Uh, White Russian Nitro is a new seasonal nitro stout. It's cocktail-inspired, um, the dude's beer of choice for sure. Um, it's going to have some coffee and vanilla, lactose. Um, just we are so excited to release this beer. That sounds really good. And I know my friend is going to enjoy because it's funny. He's a, so he, he owns a brewery, he's a brewer. But for some reason, he can't drink IPAs. I don't know if it's something in the, in the, in the weed or the hops or whatever, but they make, they make some really killer IPAs in New Jersey, and he's always drinking a white Russian. So this is like, you know, he can drink stouts and stuff. This is right up his alley. Now, what other beers, Christina, are going to be released over the next few months? Uh, yeah, so we've got, uh, we released our raspberry milk stout. We're playing with some really exciting variations um, on our number one selling beer, milk stout, milk stout nitro. 
And uh, we have a CO2 version of Milk Stout coming out with another addition, uh, Peanut Butter Milk Stout, your favorite dynamic duo. Um, all in one beer, and that's going to taste like an adult peanut butter cup. What What is it about peanut butter and stouts that just seem to go together that people go ballistic over? I, it just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I love peanut butter, but I'm not a peanut butter and jelly fan, which I know sounds blasphemous, but I've always enjoyed my <laughs> peanut butter sandwich plain without any jelly. But I, mm-hmm. I just the whole thing of peanut butter and chocolate in a stout and with a little coffee added or whatever, it just it's it's heavenly, isn't it? It's really divine, and that nice kind of nutty component to it leaves this beautiful finish, and um, we've been playing around with different recipes, and we've got it perfect, and we're excited to release it later on. Very cool. That sounds like something I definitely want to try. Talking with Christina Shostak, she's the social media and events coordinator for Left Hand Brewing out of Longmont, Colorado. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And for more info about those beers that we just talked about and uh, the entire catalog of beers, from Left Hand Brewing and where you can find them around the country. You just go to lefthandbrewing.com. Now, you guys have a couple of events coming up uh, next week. Uh, one of them happens to coincide with National IPA Day on August 3rd. Tell the folks what you're doing at the brewery. Yeah, so even though we've um, historically been known as a uh, dark beer brewery, we've really been expanding and having great fun with these fruit beers and different IPAs and experimental hops that we've been using. So we have a hop-forward flight coming out in our tasting room. It'll feature some of our year-round beers, like our left-hand IPA and our Colorado um, colorful Colorado Pale Ale, and then also some experimental beers coming out of our pilot system. We'll have this hop-forward flight, and then we have a special custom Spiegelau IPA glass and we're kind of doing a package deal for that next um, next Thursday or in about a week um, on August 1st for National IPA Day. That sounds really cool. And then on Monday the 29th, you're doing another event, uh, Ales for Females. What What's happening on this night? You have one of you guys from, from the company is a- actually going to talk about festivals and things of that nature. Is that is that not right? Yeah, that's correct. So for 12 years now, we've been hosting um, a few times, uh, two or three times a month in our tasting room, an event really based around um, women and beer education. Um, we've built quite a great community and really look to be very inclusive in our tasting room. Mm-hmm. And so we have Ales for Females. We're um, at currently twice a month. We have a guest speaker um, from different aspects and um, career paths in the brewing industry that come and really provide some incredible information for the women um, great beers, uh, food pairings as well. And so um, Eric Keene, who does, who runs the Left Hand Brewing Foundation, which is a nonprofit arm of Left Hand, mm-hmm. um, will be there talking about how to make incredible events. Um, we have a couple events, uh, Longmont Oktoberfest coming up, and the world, America's only exclusive Nitro Beer Festival, Nitro Fest, coming up. I, I saw that, well. and, and that sounds like a lot of fun. Christina, I have to ask you, um, you know, with, with these types of events, and obviously a lot more women are getting into beer and getting into different types of craft beer, is what, what do you think the biggest, I don't know, I don't want to say mistake, but maybe a misconception that women come in um, and maybe, oh, I don't like dark beers, I, I don't like this. Like, what, how, do you, how do you, you know, find a way, or I shouldn't say find, I guess that's a bad way to put it, but... Um, I, got, I got you. You, you. you understand what I'm talking about. Like, how do you direct a person to trying different beers, because I always tell people, don't try IPAs first. If you're not into bitter beers, that's not going to be your scene. You want to ease into uh, trying different craft beers. But how do you, uh, you know, when a woman comes in and says, I want to try a beer, but all I've been drinking is Coors Light or Corona, you know, for instance. How do you direct them to, to what you think is what the, their palate is going to enjoy? 
Sure, and that happens on both sides. We have men and women oh, yeah. come in and say, like, hey, I don't like hoppy. I only drink Coors Light. What do you recommend? Mm-hmm. And so we try and check assumptions in the door, really. And um, I think our Milk Stout Nitro is incredibly approachable. It's a dark beer. Um, I started here as a beer tender, and I even when somebody would say, hey, I'm not a dark beer fan, I'd start them with that, and nine times out of ten, that's exactly what they'd order. It's kind of your gateway dark beer, our Milk Stout Nitro. But starting easy and approachable, sometimes Fruit beer, sometimes light beer, is the way to go, and then um, then you can get into something a little bit deeper and darker. I loved IPAs right off the bat. Um, my husband did not, so okay. I think it's just about our beer tenders do a great job of checking assumptions at the door and just um, showing people what we do best. All right, last question for me, Christina, and and this is no reflection if you decide not to pick a left hand beer, but I have to ask you. <laughs> Um, favorite beer, end of the day, you're done, you've been taking pictures, you've been running around, you've been doing all these different events. What's the beer that you kick back with? I'm an equal opportunity beer drinker. Okay. So that means that kind of depends on the day. Right now, I'm just absolutely adoring Our Wheels Goes Round. It's a Goza, so it's slightly tart and crisp. And uh, proceeds from that help benefit the National MS Society. We've been able, through Team Left Hand, to raise over $4 million for uh, National MS and become a national sponsor for Bike MS. I love that beer. I love the message, and I could drink that all day long. That now that is very cool. That's that's putting your money where your mouth is. That's what I like. I <laughs> like that a lot. My guest has been Christina Shostak. She's the social media and events coordinator for Left Hand Brewing out of Longmont, Colorado. Uh, for more info and where you can find their beers around the country, including their fests, this Nitro Fest that they're having is huge. It's coming up in a couple of months. I believe is that um, was it September or October? I saw. That's, That's in November. November. Uh, September is our uh, Oktoberfest. Yeah, gotcha. You can go to lhbfoundation.org to find out more information about our events. Very cool. Christina, thanks so much for joining me tonight. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. Up next, Mark Census, the CEO of Cool Vines, is going to join, is join me to talk about a great event that's happening in Jersey City coming up in a few weeks. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News. Opinion. Passion. This is AM 970. The answer. It's mostly cloudy and 84 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. A person is dead following a bar fight in the Garden State. Steve Greenfield has the story. A 28-year-old man is dead following an altercation at Ben's Bar on Meadow Street in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Oscar Malara was taken to a hospital early Saturday morning where he was pronounced dead. The investigation is ongoing and authorities are offering a reward of up to $10,000 in an effort to solve the case of who caused his death. If you have information, please Call 908-654-TIPS or report the information online at www.uctip.org. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio, New York. $3 million is a lot of loot, even for a llama. Kyle Giersdorf is the grand prize for an individual player at the Fortnite World Cup Finals at Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens. The 16-year-old beat professionals and famous streamers alike, racking up 59 points in the event sponsored by the game's developer, Epic Games. The top 100 players qualified for the three-day tournament out of 40 million competitors. More than a million viewers tuned in online, watching on Twitch, YouTube, and Fortnite in-game stats. It was the largest payout even for a single player in an eSport tournament. In sports, well, the Yankees beat the Red Sox 9-6, and the Mets did beat the Pirates this afternoon 8-7. Traveling into the city via the GWB, we're now down to a 30-minute wait on the upper level as well as the lower level. Lincoln Tunnel, that's smooth sailing in and out. And the Holland Tunnel, also a good ride inbound 
from both approaches. Looks like the Parkway North End at exit 145. Finally, that crash has been cleared. Weather for tonight. You've got a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly between midnight and 4 a.m. Some of those storms could produce gusty winds, otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 73. Chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon for tomorrow, mostly sunny, high near 90. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AIM 970 The Answer. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as the conversation continues about immigration, about our health care system. It's all about us. It's all about the truth, wherever it leads. Bill Martinez live, Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AIM. AM 970, The Answer. AM 970, The Answer is giving you the chance to win $1,000 every day for our summer cash contest. Enter for your chance to win by listening to AM 970 for keywords announced at approximately 7.30 a.m., 10 a.m., 12.30 p.m., 4.30 p.m., and 7 p.m. Then go to am970theanswer.com and type in the keyword. This is an Aptivada summer contest with participation from several broadcast company television and radio stations. For each opportunity to win, one winner will be randomly selected from all entries received nationwide. For a complete list of contest rules, go to am970theanswer.com. Want more AM970 The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM970 The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM970 The Answer. AM970 The Answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, uh, my next guest here is the CEO of Cool Vines, uh, which are a couple of liquor stores in Jersey City. But he is uh, hosting an event uh, that is taking place in downtown Jersey City on Saturday, August 10th from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Now, for more info on the event and to learn more about the liquor stores, all you got to do is go to coolvines.com. But let me welcome onto the Craft Beer Cast, Mark Census. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Doing well. Excellent. Now, I want to talk about Cool Vines first before we get into the event. This is not just your ordinary liquor store, right? This isn't someplace just come in, pick up a bottle of wine, grab some craft beer, and go home. There, there, there are a lot of other things to do at this liquor store. Is that not right? It is. It is. In fact, um, you know, we really moved away from even calling ourselves a liquor store and um, even calling ourselves a wine shop. We've really evolved into what I would consider a lifestyle store for urban millennials in Jersey City, Hudson County in general, and now we just opened in Newark, New Jersey, uh, where we offer, in addition to you know, the, the classic uh, arrays of craft beers and spirits and, and small craft wines, we have in one of our stores a full-line cafe and coffee shop. Uh, we have especially food markets in two of the three stores. And we conduct events um, in and around the stores uh, really to, to showcase not only our product, but really the lifestyle that we encourage with a healthy attitude toward quality beverages. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what made you decide to become uh, a, a, a liquor store owner first? And then, you know I, know, I know you had a shop in Westfield. I'm down in Clark, New Jersey is where I live. So I, I know I, I, you had a shop in Westfield. You started in Princeton. What made you decide to, uh, to move into Jersey City and now Newark? You know, I think it was um, a, a some trial and error in some respects, but uh, also a sense for who would respond most uh, interestedly, uh, enthusiastically to our brand. So that was confirmed in 2014. We opened up a small shop in Jersey City, and within 10 minutes, it was the highest performing store. We literally had people thanking us 
for validating their neighborhood. I think a you know quality wine shop is something that marks a neighborhood as having arrived, just like a coffee shop or a yoga studio or other things like that. And um, so it told us that there was something here to pay attention to, and the success of that store allowed us to grow it. We doubled the size over the course of the next two years. Uh, that attracted the attention of another development group who who uh, offered us a space in a building in another neighborhood within Jersey City, and um, you now that led to the opportunity in Newark. So we're we're really feeling invited in to these neighborhoods that are that are growing and looking to build the infrastructure of retail, restaurant, you know, things experience, experiential things for the residents. And and it's kind of a renaissance for the city too. I mean, Jersey City they're trying to build Jersey City back up again and and uh, Newark as well and try and make it a welcoming community for people to come to and that uh, your stores are a part of that. We're talking with Mark Census. He's the CEO of Cool Vines. It's a liquor store with two locations in Jersey City, but they've also opened a new one up in Newark. We're here on the Alga Tulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Now, for more information on the event uh, that's taking place Saturday, August 10th from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., it's the Powerhouse Arts and Wine Festival. And to learn more about uh, his stores, just go to coolvines.com. So let's talk about this event, Mark, that's taking place on Saturday, August 10th. What kind of festival sure. is it? The, uh, the second store that we opened in Jersey City is in the heart of the Powerhouse Arts District. And that means that there's, an, uh, uh, there's an incentives being provided to the city, to, the, to developers in the area, uh, to, and to many, to, to bring arts into Jersey City by offering art space, art um, studios, theaters, performance halls, things like that. And so a lot of that is now going into this neighborhood. There's already a lot of, of artists living in this neighborhood. And so we felt that as a contribution to the community in a way to spotlight what is happening here, that we would throw a festival. And so in the parking lot right next to our store in that, in that same neighborhood, we're going to have a stage with live music, with a live radio broadcast from WFMU, New Jersey City's independent radio station. We have uh, what we hope to be the largest flash mob dance being led by Nimbus Dance Works, who are going to be right across the street from, uh, from us in a new theater that's opening up this fall. We're going to have, of course, a wide array of food and beverage being brought by many of the quality suppliers that, that we work with. Um, including a, an amazing VIP experience that uh, customers can buy and allow them to access a number of tastings of really exclusive product, uh, foraged apple ciders, uh, very high-end aged whiskeys, uh, some champagne. Um, we even have a, a pasta, homemade pasta and truffle uh, combo that will be available to VIP ticket holders. Uh, the event is free, and it's for all ages. And um, you know, also we'll have a lot of food trucks and and fun things happening throughout the day. Muralists painting murals live during the, the course of the day. Things like that to to, to really uh, showcase and, and highlight and bring art into people's lives for that, that that day. That sounds very cool. And hopefully the weather cooperates, of course, since this is a, a rain or shine event. I'm assuming. Uh, but the, the the question that I'm sure my craft beer listeners would want to know is. What kinds of craft beers are going to be available for folks who show up would be available for purchase to, to sample? Yeah, in the, um, at the bar, we will have beer from two local breweries. One is uh, New Jersey Beer Co., who is based right in this Jersey City area. Mm -hmm. The other is Jack's Abbey, who makes a fantastic array of lagers yes, and filters do. and other German-inspired beers. Um, and Jack's Abbey will also be part of a VIP tasting, showing some of their um, product that's available only in the tap rooms and, and limited, um, kind of limited release products. 
Oh, that's very cool. Jack's Abbey makes some great lagers and pilsners. They do a, a really fantastic job with that. Uh, and their porters are actually pretty good as well. We're talking with Mark Census. Right. He's the CEO of Cool Vines. It's a liquor store, uh, or as he likes to call it, I guess you'd call it um, an immersive experience. Let's put it that way. Two yeah. locations in yeah. Jersey City. Uh, one in Newark. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer now. For more information on the event, the Powerhouse Arts and Wine Festival, that takes place on Saturday, August 10th from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And to learn more about the uh, the stores, just go to coolvines.com. Mark, i got to ask you, you've owned a number of these stores. You've been doing it for a number of years now. What is the biggest mistake that people make when they walk into one of your stores? First time they're coming in, I'm just looking to grab a bottle of wine and get out. What, what, what is the biggest mistake that people make, you think? I think it's to believe that they have to have heard of the brand name of the wine in order to, for it to be a good one uh, and to, for it to be a good value. The, the irony in the wine world is that brand recognition generally carries with it higher price and not higher quality. And so really what, we're looking, what we look to find here is what I call under-the-radar brands, brands that are, are made by people who are just making high-quality product not spending as much time and effort on marketing and using uh, outlets like ours to, to really to help match their products with the right, right consumers. So it's, we ask people just let go. Let go of what you think you need to know and what you already know. Trust us. Um, let's explore what we've got, and we'll tell you the story behind the wine and why we feel it's actually a better product and a better value for you than um, the, the sort of marquee brand names that, that you've heard of. So it's, it's an education process. When, when people come into your stores, you want them to spend a few minutes there kind of looking over uh, the different wines that maybe they're looking for. Maybe they're into a particular white wine or a red wine or, or it's a particular type of beer that they're looking for, and you're looking to educate those people as opposed to just handing them the first thing that's or the, whatever the big kiosk thing is on sale and give them that and, and send them on their way. Exactly. We, we really encourage them to talk about the situation with the context, they're going to be uh, enjoying the product, and then we help match the right product to that. So if you, if you tell me a meal that you're putting together or that you want to pair uh, the wine with, we can, we can do that. If you say that you're getting together with friends in the backyard and you just want something casual to enjoy while sitting on the back porch, you know, that's a, that's a different experience, and we can help direct you to the right products that, that fit each of those. Excellent, excellent. Now, last question from me, Mark. What do you expect to come out of this event on August 10th? Is it more awareness of the arts? Is it raising money for these people or, or something else? You know, I think it's, it's a, as I said, a, a contribution to the community. This is a, um, a neighborhood that is, is filled with pioneers who have moved here believing in it, and uh, we're hoping to start making things come together and come to life here. The local neighborhood association, for example, is thrilled that we're doing it and have been really our foot soldiers getting the word out and carrying posters around and offering volunteer roles at the festival. So they're super excited uh, just to see their neighborhood be activated in this way. Uh, we are hoping that the event will um, end up with some surplus funds, and, and those are going to be directed to Nimbus's Dance Theater, which is, as I said, scheduled to open in a building right across the street. Mm. So um, that's the goal, uh, is to end up with a small, at least, donation that we can make to them, but, you know, a huge impact and a huge memory uh, of, a, you know, of a fun event that we hope to repeat every year. That sounds great. Uh, and I will mention that if, sure. if anyone uh, does want information, we have, a, we have a website directly for the festival, and it's called the powerhousearsandwinefest.com. So you can go directly to that. You can buy VIP tickets on that site. You can see the lineup of 
uh, you know, the bands that are playing, all of the information is, is on that site. So it's powerhousearts.andwinefest.com. Yes. All right, perfect. So my guest has been Mark Census. He's the CEO of Cool Vines, uh, a couple of different liquor stores that he has in Jersey City, as well as one that he's just opened in Newark. And uh, again, for more information on the event, it's the Powerhouse Arts and Wine Festival. It's taking place Saturday, August 10th from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. To learn uh, more about it or to purchase VIP tickets, just go to powerhouseartswinefest.com. Mark, thanks so much for joining me this evening. Very much appreciate it. Uh, Thank you very much. I really appreciate the the opportunity to tell more about it. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Gallagher can see the president working the media. I don't think he's going to stand there like John McCain once tried to do and say, no, my friends, she's a nice lady, Ilhan Omar. We just have disagreements philosophically. It's pure comedy to watch the same usual suspects hyperventilate over a moment like that with the intensity and the overreaction that President Trump is counting on. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The Answer. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the New Jersey Army National Guard. Aired by the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and this station. AM 970 The Answer is giving you the chance to win $1,000 every day for our summer cash contest. Enter for your chance to win by listening to AM 970 for keywords announced at approximately 7.30 a.m., 10 a.m., 12.30 p.m., 4.30 p.m., and 7 p.m. Then go to am970theanswer.com and type in the keyword. This is an AppDevada summer contest with participation from several broadcast company television and radio stations. For each opportunity to win, one winner will be randomly selected from all entries received nationwide. For a complete list of contest rules, go to am970theanswer.com. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM970. TheAnswer.com. Oh, that's what I'm talking about for the final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM970. The Answer, a little you're crazy. From Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction, the album uh, came out uh, earlier this week, back in 1987. Is that, by my math, that would be 32 uh, years? 32 years ago. That album uh, hit, and uh, people went bananas over it, and uh, it became, you know, one of the, pro- I think probably their biggest seller or whatever. Saw Guns N' Roses a couple of years ago. Uh, Axel needs to, uh, you know, eat a couple of salads. Um, his voice was still pretty decent in a shrilling way. Slash is unbelievable, though. As a guitar player, fantastic. I mean, that's a guy you want to go and see. I saw him a little bit with Miles Kennedy 
um, a, a few years before that, and he was fantastic. So that's definitely something to check out. I, I don't know if Guns N' Roses is going to do uh, uh, an album or a tour again, but if they do, maybe, depending. Uh, it depends on uh, on the ticket prices. Uh, that That's just me. That's me being cheap. Let's put it that way. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at uh, Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, email at AlbertG at NYCRadio.com, iTunes and Google Play. All you have to do is do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We are Alexa ready as well, and we are also on the Hopped Up Network as well. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com, and you can listen to the show right from there. Suds and duds. So lots of beers to get to, including a Deschutes Tap Takeover. They're now in Jersey for the first time. Uh, interesting little story about that. I'll get to that in a second. But uh, first up was over at Hell's Kitchen Lounge uh, for the ELO show, kind of pre-gaming uh, with my wife and another couple. And... Um, it's a great place. If you've ever gone to the Prudential Center for a concert, everybody goes to the Edison Ale House and the, uh, the the beer garden and all that stuff that's located right across the street. You know what the problem I have with those places are? They're overpriced, they're, uh, and they're crowded. They're crowded. You can't get any service. So Hell's Kitchen Lounge is two blocks from the Prudential Center. Okay, It's a four-block walk from Newark Penn Station. Uh, very easy to get to. Uh, the place looks like a little hole in the wall. The food is very good. The beer selection is great. They got a great craft beer selection. It's just an awesome place, and it, the prices are reasonable, and it's not crowded. That's the best part. So I uh, started off with a Holy Moses White Ale by Great Lakes Brewing. It's a good starter for pregaming, uh, nice and smooth. Uh, really enjoyed that one very much. Had a Barroom Hero by Magic Hat. Uh, nice and easy. Lots of lager flavor out of this one. Uh, my uh, my my friend didn't care for it that much. I really enjoyed it, and I think we had it was like six bu- six bottles or cans for twenty two bucks. And I think we had in there a um, Hoptical Illusion from Blue Point, which was good but dated. I understand why they were doing that. They're trying to get rid of their old inventory, but the IPA was still pretty good from Blue Point. So, uh, and I forgot what the other beer was. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, and I can't uh, I can't remember. Anyway, moving on. Great time. We had a fun time at the concert. Nice thing also about Prudential Center, uh, if you do some research and you look around at the various uh, vending stands, uh, you can get New Jersey local craft beer in the Prudential Center. Uh, I ended up with a Founders All Day IPA because it was the closest stand to our seats, and uh, you can't go wrong with a Founders All Day IPA. That's a great. That's just a great beer. And speaking of Founders, uh, they sent me a couple of cans of their Pilsner. This is really good. Now, I know that um, Founders does not normally do a Pilsner. This was an excellent beer. Light, sweet, refreshing, eminently crushable. Um, I, I certainly think that Founders should come out with this on a more regular basis. I know, you know, Founders is big on the stouts, the boozy stuff, uh, IPAs, but they make a very good Pilsner. I mean, when they want to put their minds to it, they can do it. This was a great Pilsner. Thanks, guys, uh, for that. Very much appreciated. Finally had a chance to crack open my Sour Me Carolina by Duclaw. Um, this is a nice sour, good cherry and cranberry flavor. Uh, was uh, now apparently there were Reaper peppers in this, but I only got a small amount of heat, and I had you know a couple of good sips first to see if the heat was going to be oppressive, and it wasn't. I, I get like like the barest of tingles of heat. Now I don't know if that's what they were going with or going for with the beer. Uh, I have to talk to Steve McCann next week on the program because he's coming in studio. I, I don't you know know if that was the if that was the goal there. Uh, to just have a very, very subtle, subtle bit of heat, but I really had to search for it in order to get the heat. Not that I wanted it oppressive, but I wanted to feel a little bit more uh, on my palate there. So 
It's a good if, if you like sours, it's good. Uh, if you were looking for a lot of heat from this sour, you're not going to get it. Moving on here in our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, had a, uh, a first reef by Kane over a Paragon Tap and Table. It went down super smooth, real nice, little dry. Um, I was surprised at how quickly it went down. That's how, that's how good it was. i got to get back down to Kane. Uh, one of these days, and I got some time coming where I'm I'm going to be off. Maybe I'll take a trip down there because the Cane is such a no frills brewery, but they pump out fantastic beer. So this was part of a flight that I had because uh, my my uh, local watering hole, Paragon Tap and Table, had a Deschutes Brewing takeover. Now, what was interesting when I was talking with the rep uh, from Peerless Beverage was that um, the the interesting thing Deschutes is only bringing three beers into New Jersey to start. So the first one that I had was their fresh squeezed IPA. Uh, it was nice, grapefruit, citrus, hoppy. Um, then I had their fresh haze IPA. It's juicy, but not super juicy. Like you get a little bit of that juice in there, but there was, you know, it's it's subtle. It's a very subtle um, IPA. Not bad. I think I had. I think I ended up having a full pour of that later on. But their signature beer that they like, uh, that the, you know, that they wanted to introduce to New Jersey is their Black Butte Porter. Chocolate and coffee on this one, nice and smooth, had a low ABV, uh, very tasty. It definitely something that I could drink all night. I actually enjoyed that, that that porter was not super boozy. Because sometimes the, the, you know, porters and stouts are very, very boozy. And then there are some that are on the lighter end. And for some reason, sometimes when they're on the lighter end, they just don't taste that good. This one was really good. This is one that you have a glass, I have another, I have another. Next thing you know, you're four or five deep, you got a fire going. Uh, and you don't feel overwhelmed. I think that's the thing that uh, I liked about it uh, the most. So it was a nice talk with the uh, the Peerless Beverage Rep uh, for Deschutes. Uh, good stuff over there, and uh, welcome Deschutes to New Jersey. Uh, they do have some uh, good beers, but only three to start uh, in New Jersey. So uh, we'll have to see if they, um, I guess if sales pick up, they'll, uh, they'll move on and do some other, uh, you know, bring out some other beers uh, in New Jersey. The other good thing that Paragon had on tap which is now available in New Jersey, is Sip of Sunshine from Lawson's Finest Liquids. This is fantastic. Now, I've had this beer before in the can, but to have it on tap, it's even better. It's just a great uh, IPA, very straightforward. Uh, It's definitely something that you can drink over and over again. Uh, It was just outstanding, and great to see that Lawson's Finest Liquids uh, is now in New Jersey. Uh, as we continue on here in our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer, just a couple more beers here uh, before we get out of here. Jack Sabby had sent me a bunch of beers uh, about a month or so ago and finally had a chance uh, to crack open while I was on vacation uh, a bigger bottle that they had given me of their bourbon barrel-aged framing hammer. Now, this is good. It was boozy but smooth. Uh, great flavor, a little bit of hint, uh, of bourbon in it, but not overpowering. Again, the tendency, I think, a lot of times with brewers, um, when they're putting um, bourbon into beers, is sometimes it's too much. And you get too much of, of that bourbon flavor that I don't really like. If I, if I want straight bourbon, I'm going to drink bourbon. I want that hint of it there where you get that taste. It's kind of rolling on your tongue a little bit. And then you're getting the rest of the beer profile that you're supposed to be getting out of it. When it... When it's too much bourbon, it just it, it ruins the beer, to be quite honest with you. And then finally, uh, the boys from Bolero Snort uh, came out with Moonwalk um, in honor of the Apollo 11 moon landing and Moonwalk, which was uh, last week. 
And so, uh, again, another home run from these guys. Juicy, hazy, smooth, great hops in it, just a fantastic beer. Um, it, it's, it, you know, for one of the guys in um, Scott Wells who does not like IPAs, not a fan of IPAs, can't drink them, um, all of that stuff, they really do make some fantastic IPAs. Some are juicy, some are a little bit bitter, um, but the juicy stuff that they come out with, they knock out of the park every single time. Now, I know there are guys that say, eh, you know, not a fan of Bolero. Trust me, try some of Bolero stuff. Try their basic beer. A lot of times Paragon Tap and Table in some places will have their, their straight-up lager on. Try that. It's really good. Trust me. Uh, I'm, I'm not kidding you. They make some excellent stuff. Now, on, um, on next week's program... We're going to talk some. Uh, we're going to talk some Cypress Brewing and some Icarus as well. I don't want to get into that because I took a trip over to the Cypress Tap Room, and I want to talk about that a little bit more in length on Suds and Duds on next week's program. But uh, you know, the whole thing with with beers, you got to try what you like. Start with some Pilsners and Lagers if you're a Bud guy or whatever, and then branch out from there. Don't go straight into an IPA. That's a big mistake. It's a mistake that people make. If you're not into bitter stuff. You're not going to like IPAs right off the bat. And trying a juicy IPA is not trying an IPA. It, it, I mean, it is, but it isn't because the profile is different. you got to really start trying West Coast IPAs first, get that bitterness under your belt, and then move on and branch out to some other stuff. Folks, we're out of time. My thanks to everyone, including my guests, Mark Census, the uh, CEO of Cool Vines in Jersey City, the Powerhouse Arts and Wine Festival takes place in downtown Jersey City, Saturday, August 10th from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Christina Shostak, the social media and events coordinator from Left Hand Brewing. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.